Hello, GPSers, and welcome back to another edition of the GPS Podcast. I'm really glad that you are back with us this week. Took a little break last week, and we are back this week with a new episode that I want to use as a reflection on our most recent Zoom call as a class together. There were a lot of things said and a lot of things shared that I found really meaningful and helpful. And for those of you who couldn't make it, I thought this would be a good opportunity to highlight some of those things and leave you with a few questions as you enter into this new week. The title for our class this week was Apocalypse Now? And it was intended to be a bit of a lighthearted title, uh, commenting on the way in which a lot of people are talking about this current context in which we find ourselves. Is this the apocalypse? Is this the end of the world? And, and so often when we use the word apocalypse, that's how most people understand the word or think about the word. They associate it with the end of the world. But what's really interesting about this word is that it doesn't quite mean the end of the world. It actually means something else. This word apocalypse is a combination of two Greek words that basically mean uncover, to peel back a veil, so to speak, to have a moment of revealing. So when an apocalypse happens, the curtain is being pulled back and you are seeing things in a new way. You are getting a new vision for life. And so, for example, the very last book of the Bible, Revelation, the Greek word there is the word that we get apocalypse from. So the book of Revelation is what? It is a revealing. It is an uncovering. It is a moment where John on the island of Patmos has the curtain pulled back and he sees the world differently. He's given this vision, this new way of seeing the world. He's experiencing an apocalypse. This is a really important idea because throughout Scripture, you have these moments of apocalypse, these moments where people were seeing the world one way, but then the curtain is pulled back, the veil is lifted, and for maybe a brief glimpse of a moment, they see the world differently. Their eyes are opened to a new reality. A really lighthearted example is the Wizard of Oz. If you think about the Wizard of Oz there at the end, Dorothy and her friends finally get to Oz, and they are going to meet the great and wonderful Oz. And what happens? They're there in what seems to be this overwhelming, intimidating presence. And then Toto the dog goes and grabs the curtain and begins to pull it back to where Dorothy and her friends all of a sudden see that the great and wonderful Oz is not so great and wonderful as they first thought. They have this apocalyptic moment. They experience an apocalypse. The curtain is pulled back. They are able to see the world 
differently. And from that point on, as apocalypses do, they cannot and you cannot see the world differently once all of a sudden the veil has been removed and you see things in a new way. And we often, like I said, associate this word with things like the book of Revelation and we have these really grand notions of apocalypse. But one of my favorite authors talks about what he calls everyday apocalypses. By that, what he talks about is every day we live our life, we have the potential to have these moments, to have these experiences where we were seeing the world one way, and then all of a sudden we see it in new ways. Maybe it's an encounter with a friend. Maybe it's an experience at work. Maybe it's in a time of prayer where all of a sudden the curtain is pulled back and you begin to see things in a new way. And from that moment on, you can never see the same. Sometimes apocalypses are not just everyday occurrences, sometimes they happen over the course of a season as well, where we go through an experience in our life, whether it's a deep tragedy or maybe whether it is ecstatic joy or maybe it's a pretty mundane season, but there's something in that season that happens to us where we look back on it or maybe we're in the midst of it and and we get an insight, we get an aha moment, we get a revealing of maybe something about ourselves or maybe something about others or maybe something other about God. And from that moment on, we can never see the world the same way again. It causes us to live differently. And that's a real big point about apocalypses, is that when we see differently, we then begin to live differently. They can happen every single day, or they can happen over the course of a season. But what's critical for us to experience these significant moments, these unveiling moments, these uncovering moments, is for us to be paying attention, for us to be noticing and reflecting and observing what we're experiencing and how we're seeing and maybe new insights that are being given to us, new ways of seeing and noticing. Because for so many of us, we can just rush from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And there may be these little everyday apocalypses waiting for us, waiting to be revealed to us, waiting for us to see in a new way. And yet, we may not be slowing down or walking through life with, with enough attentiveness to see when and where and how those things are happening. And I say all that because I don't know if you have had this experience like I have, but as I've listened to a lot of people talk, I think other people are having this experience where they are experiencing a kind of seasonal apocalypse. And by that I mean the last four, five, six, seven weeks of this quarantine, this time of social distancing, this 
experience of this COVID crisis that none of us have ever experienced before have created and caused a really unique season in our life. And for a lot of us, we can never see the world the same way again. And we kind of all assume this, right? Because we talk about how we're going to go back to this new normal. And we talk about how things are never going to be the same again. And so we have this sense that something significant has happened, that something significant is happening. And for a lot of us, this last season that is still kind of a current season is this moment that we've experienced where we've had these new insights, these new revelations, these new revealings to us about ourselves, about others, about God, and and maybe about the world. But like I said in our recent Zoom call, we find ourselves in this really interesting moment of transition. Because right now we're hearing a lot of conversation about phasing back into life, phasing back into businesses and churches being open in maybe limited ways, but being open nonetheless. And so for a lot of us, we are entering into this phase one of re-entry into life as was normal before, whatever normal is going to look like in the future. And so we're at the end of this one particular season of quarantine, social distancing, very strict enforcement, and we're about to move into this phase one. And so we're in this in-between, we're on the tail end for a lot of us of, of what is not going to happen for the foreseeable future. And that is we've had this unique time and space and moment, this season of social distancing and self-isolation and all of those experiences over the last four, five, six, seven weeks will maybe never be had again. And what I encouraged our class to do in our call was to not just quickly enter into phase one and then get into phase two and then to get into phase three. And then before we know it, we are so far away from this season that we have failed to see, we have failed to glimpse into maybe some things that we need to see and notice and observe about this season so that we won't just go back to business as usual or life as normal. And so we spent some time in our Zoom call reflecting on three questions Questions that I want to offer to you as questions for you to reflect on in your own time, but I don't want to just give the questions. I I also want to give some of the reflections that were shared from, from different people because what I have often found to be true is that in group reflection, when a community begins to reflect together and you can hear other people reflect on their experience, it actually enhances and enriches your experience. It gives you new eyes and ears to see and to hear because you're learning from those other people as they're reflecting. And so the three questions that we discussed together as a group were question one, what is God 
revealing to you in or because of this season? What is God revealing to you in or because of this season? Second question, another way to say it. Where are you seeing new things because of this season? Let me try that again without my voice cracking. (laughs) Where are you seeing new things because of this season? And then finally, how do you feel like your eyes and your heart have been opened because of this season? How do you feel like your eyes and heart have been opened because of this season? And those three questions were kind of a, a launching pad for some reflection. And I didn't want to give kind of a bullet point list of what every single individual said just for the sake of time and uh, for the sake of the fact that a lot of you weren't there and some of the comments may have lost some of their context by that. But what I wanted to do is is I pulled together what I heard to be a few different themes and threads that were echoing throughout our conversation. And I want to offer these to you as you reflect on those questions that I just mentioned. And these are in no particular order, but the first big theme that I heard from our reflection last night, yesterday, in our Zoom call, was this priority of renewing relationships. That one thing that is being revealed to the men and women who shared last night was this renewing of relationship and this reminder of the importance of relationships in their life. And the relationships that were mentioned most were the most immediate relationships, obviously, because the most immediate relationships of family and kids and marriage are really the only relationships that a lot of us have experienced over the last month or so. But it was a comment made multiple times of how people were valuing and people were seeing things with their kids growing that that they would have missed in the hustle and bustle of life. Their, their kid acquiring some new language skills or some new ability of, of something that they couldn't do three or four weeks ago. And just the ability to watch them grow has been this eye-opening experience that they would have missed if they had just been going on as life as typical. Related to that was people talking about their marriage relationships and having this opportunity to connect and there was this bigger theme of, of people talking about with relationships, noticing all of the unhealthy relationships that they had had and beginning to see where their most healthy relationships really were. One individual talked about how this was almost a, this whole opportunity, this last season of life had been this opportunity of cleansing in her relationships. Where, where because of this time away from certain relationships, she had gotten perspective. Because of this moment of pausing and only having a few people to interact with, she was able to see all of those other interactions at work, for example, that were really taking life, that were really unhealthy, that, that really weren't helping her 
move her life in ways that she wanted to move. That the, the season of quarantine has been an apocalypse in that it's helped to see which relationships really matter, which relationships are actually healthy, and, and which relationships are moving in the right direction, the direction that we want to head in life. And so that was this first big theme that, that I heard in the conversation, people talking about the apocalypse of, of relationships that's been happening for them. The second big theme is what I'm going to call discovering priorities, probably better, rediscovering priorities. That one person talked about it as if there were these muscles that they've had, that they had exercised before, but it had been a long time since they had exercised them, and it felt good to be able to, to rediscover some priorities and practices that, that, that she had forgotten, that their family had forgotten. And so they were trying to reincorporate some priorities and practices back into their life that they had long forgotten. And a few different people mentioned some different priorities and practices. Uh, one individual talked about just the practice and the priority of being fully present, whether it's with the kids and putting away the cell phone, or whether it's being at dinner and not being distracted by a TV. That, that regardless of, of what their family was doing, they were trying to make a commitment together to be fully present to each other. And she said that has made all the difference. And very related to that, another individual talked about pace of life and that what this season has shown them is that they were living a very unhealthy pace of life and now they're moving into what they think is a much healthier pace of life with with rest and exercise and family time and outside time and prayer time that that the pace of life that they've been able to experience has been really good for them that the the apocalypse has been wow i can now see that the way in which i was living the pace in which i was living was really unhealthy and and related to this another more of a practice and a priority. One individual talked about how they had had been seeing or rediscovering so much creativity around them. People who were expressing themselves with their kids by doing sidewalk chalk paintings or finding time to do the craft project or finding time to do a new recipe in the kitchen. That, that all these different acts of creativity had been just a, a rediscovery of, of what matters to them, of these expressions that they value, and not just watching others be creative, but it's it sparked them to try to do some creative endeavors that maybe have gone dormant, that they have just kind of let slide to the side because life can get so busy and, and frantic that, that they hadn't had time to do those things. And so there had been this recovery of creativity that had been really life-giving, to them. And so this second big theme of conversation from our class was was this kind of apocalypse of priorities. Revealing 
what really matters and what people really want to matter to them because of this unique season. A third big theme and the final big theme that that I heard in our conversation was this notion of paying attention to the good in the world. Watching for the wonderful in the world. That in this season that has been so difficult and in a season where there is so much tragedy that we acknowledge and we affirm it as a real tragedy, that this individual and a few others have talked about how even in the crisis, even in the difficulty, even in the stress, they've still been able to see glimpses of good. They have seen humanity reach out to serve each other. They have watched doctors show up when they may have been scared to help people. That that at the end of the day, one of the practices one of our couples talked about was simply reflecting on what good had they seen in that day. And this this idea of being able to to yeah, see the difficulty, but also to notice the good, that that noticing of the good has really shaped them in ways that they want to carry with them beyond this season. That there's been this apocalypse in that a simple awareness of what they're looking for on a daily basis and a weekly basis and a monthly basis. And by simply being aware of what they see, having that apocalypse, they're now able to be a bit more intentional about paying attention to the good and the true and the beautiful of life. And so these are three big themes that, that emerged from our conversation about apocalypse, about revealing, about the uncovering that we've experienced, the, the revealing that a lot of, of us have experienced around relationships, the revealing that a lot of us have experienced around our priorities in life and our practices, and then this final revealing around what we are actually looking for on a daily basis. It reminds me of of a quote from one of my favorite authors. It's simple, but it's a deep piece of wisdom. It's this, you will find what you're looking for. And by simply being aware of what you're looking for, it can shape your mindset and your mentality for the day ahead and the day behind you. Now, the way I want to close our podcast is is to leave you with a bit of a challenge. Um, Yeah, challenge you to reflect on those questions about where have you experienced apocalypses in this last season? What is God revealing to you because of this season? Where, where are you seeing new things because of this season? How do you feel like your eyes and your heart have been opened in this season? I would highly encourage you to spend some time reflecting on those very questions to learn from what we've just experienced. But there was this other word used last night that, that I found significant, and that is the word recalibration. That one individual talked about how this recent season has been a time of recalibration 
for them. Now, calibration is all, is all about precise measurement and, and instruments that are to precisely measure objects and things like that. And so to, to recalibrate is to bring back your measuring instrument to its precise measuring standard. And I, th- I found that to be a really important word for me and for a lot of people in our class because I think that's what a lot of us have been experiencing, whether we realize it or not. That below the surface of all of these threads of reflection about relationships and priorities and what we're looking for are these deeper questions about what are we measuring our life with? What are the measures that we're using to determine if the life that we're living is is valuable and meaningful? A lot of us have been asking those deeper questions about what makes a worthy and worthwhile life. What really matters and what what are the metrics that I'm using to measure if I'm living a meaningful life or not? And I think that's been the real gift of this season. And I think it's been a gift whether we realized it or not. But, but this whole COVID crisis, this whole time of quarantine has, has brought to the surface some deeper questions about the kind of life we're living and if it's a really meaningful and worthwhile Life, are we making the most important things to us the most important things? Are we making those most important relationships most important? Are we creating time and space for those big rocks, so to speak, to get priority in our life? What are the measures that we're using to determine if we're living a good and beautiful and true life. And so this whole season of quarantine has been this season, maybe for you, hopefully, of recalibration, of reconsidering the ways in which we're measuring our life, the ways in which we're determining what makes a good and beautiful and faithful life, rediscovering what really matters. And so I hope as you move into this next week, and for a lot of you that means phase one, uh, for a lot of you that means slowly beginning this reentry process, that, that before you get too deep into reentry, that you'll take some time to reflect, to journal, to share with friends and family, hey, moving forward, how are we going to take these lessons with us and incorporate them into the life that we're living together? How are we going to live differently because of what we have just experienced? And so I hope that all of us will pay attention to those apocalypses that we've experienced and live differently because of them. I hope that each of you have a wonderful week. I am wishing and praying peace to be on you as you 
journey into jobs, as you journey into a new season, as you journey into this new phase that we're finding ourselves in. And I'm praying for you, and I'm praying that God would continue to give you a deep sense of His peace, a deep sense of His presence, and a deep sense of His love in the week ahead. So blessings to you, and we will see you here next week.